happening, International Christian Fellowship Rome and ICF Rome around the country and around the world. Welcome to our Sunday encounter. This is Pastor Jennifer Pasquale, and I'm so thankful that you are joining us. I have my sign today, smile, because I want you to know God wants to give you a word for your life that puts a smile in your heart. I also want you to know as you lean into the presence of the Lord, as you lean into the worship and the word, let God do something in you that will cause you to put a smile on his face. He has a great and powerful word for you this morning, and I'm so glad you're joining us. Amen. Amen. I am so excited to see all of you this morning in person, January 8th, and we are going to open our first in person together with communion. So as we continue to reflect on who God is and what he has done, this is an opportunity. We serve an open communion at this church. That means that if you uh, are not a member of this church, that's okay. We're a part of the body of Christ. And as a part of the body of Christ, we can participate uh, with communion. This is an opportunity for everybody to reflect on their relationship with God. If necessary, commit your life to God. Recommit your life to God. Our um, servers are passing out the elements, and we'll take communion together. Isaiah 53.5 says he was pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. By his stripes we are healed. 1 Corinthians 11.23, Paul says, And the same thing that was given to me, I now give to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, gave thanks, and broke it. And he said, this is my body, which was broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. You know, the psalmist said in Psalms 139, search me, O God. And this is an opportunity for us to ask, invite the Holy Spirit to come and search us that we can reflect his nature, his power, his presence within us as we partake of communion together. I'm going to, first we're going to take the bread together. And so we do, we remember the broken body of Jesus that was broken for us that we could be healed. And so Father, I thank you for your body that was broken for, for our healing. God, I thank you that you healed yesterday and you healed today and you're going to continue to heal tomorrow. God, I thank you that on the cross you said it is finished. And so, God, we partake together of, of this bread in remembrance of your broken body for us that we can have healing. In Jesus' name, amen. In the same way he took the cup, and he said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Jesus, when he went to the cross, he gave us a new covenant. No longer do we bring animal sacrifices. No longer do we have to 
um, sacrifice anything. Jesus' sacrifice was enough. His blood is the new covenant, the new promise. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for your blood that was poured out for our sins. God, we thank you that by your stripes we are healed. God, we thank you that your sacrifice on the cross was more than enough. And God, we do. We remember your sacrifice. We remember who who you are. God, thank you. Thank you for sending Jesus for our salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's partake of the cup together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your power and for your presence and for your broken body and your blood that was poured out for us. God, we thank you for what you're doing in our lives and what you have already done in our lives. God, we thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. As we continue to reflect on who God is and who God was and who he will continue to be, Let us celebrate together all that God did in ICF Church in 2022. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on. We are ICF. You know how we do it. Come on, let's rise on our feet. Come on. Are you cold this morning? And I live in Fresnone, and we live close to the mountains, so it's colder there. I say hallelujah. Somebody praise the Lord. You know, come on now, we don't praise the Lord with our hands forward. Come on now, say, praise the Lord. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. It is a honor. All right, please be seated. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. It's a great honor for me. I can have my glasses. It should be fine, yeah? uh, to be here at home. Uh, ICF is a home for me. Uh, we become part of this family since uh, 1988, so I'll tell you how long we've been. And uh, we're able to recognize the God, God's calling in our lives through the ministry of ICF. Amen. So coming here is coming back home. It's a honor for me, and I want to thank you. I thank uh, Pastor Jenny for inviting me to my house and to speak the word of God to each and every one of us today. Amen. So, quickly, if you have your Bible, please turn with me. So, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and we'll be reading from verse 1. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1. Amen. Are you all there? If you are there, say Amen. You're not there yet, say, oh me. Hallelujah. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which also you receive and which you stand. By which also you are saved, if you hold fast that which with the word which I preach to you, unless you believe in vain. For I delivered to you first of all that which I also received that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures and that he was seen by Cephas and by the twelve after that he was seen by over 500 brethren at once of whom the greater part remain to the present but some has fallen asleep 
After that, he was seen by James, then by all the apostles, then, last of all, he was seen by me also as one born out of due time. For I am the least of the apostles, we am not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God, but by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. But I rebel more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Therefore, whether I or they, so we preach, and so you believe. Now, if Christ is being preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and our faith is also empty. Yes, and we have found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he did not raise up. If in fact the dead do not raise. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You are still in your sin. Then also those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most pitiable. But now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruit of those who have fallen asleep. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for another opportunity. The entrance to your word gave light, gave understanding to the simple. Lord, I empty myself right now that you will fill me. As your servant, I'm here to speak your word. There is a reason for this word in this season. Therefore, Lord, I ask you that you open our hearts in a way that we can comprehend and know this for truth, and so that our hope will be built on the certainty of your word. Holy Spirit, you specialize in, in illuminating the heart of man and today, let it not be an exception. Illuminate our hearts and our minds today so that we can live here, reassured again of our hope in you. We thank you for all this. In Jesus' name, amen. I see if I say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Oh, wow. I want to talk to us today on what I titled Hope beyond this world. Hope beyond the world that we see. Um, it was just before the close of uh, 2022, and um, uh, just rising up from bed in the morning to have our morning devotion, and uh, suddenly I felt that as if um, uh, there was an open sky. And um, I, was, I was just gazing. My eyes were wide open, and I feel as if there was an open sky, and it's so beautiful. 
It's so beautiful, and uh, right there, the word of her song, how many years, many years, many years ago, over 25 years ago, kept resonating in my heart, was a song written by one Dottie Rambo. Actually, want to do this song. It's part of this message. If you can just play something at the background. And it says, you know, we will behold him. We will behold our king. We are going to see him just as he is. There is a hope for us that one day, the fullness of our salvation will be actualized. There is an expectation for us. There is something we're looking out to. Something that kept us going and keep keeping us going. And this is the song. Sorry, my voice is not so great today. Hallelujah. Preparing his entrance. Those stars shall applaud with thunders of
think about it. The Lord Jesus is known as the one who was, who is, and is to come. He's known as the same yesterday, today, and forever. So there is the past, the present, and the future with Christ. The Apostle Paul said that if only in this world we have hope in Christ, we are like all men most miserable. Our hope is beyond this. This is why we must keep going on. Every one of us were affected by what is going on in the planet, in this world. No matter which country you're living in, no comfort. But if we have our hope, if we know that he has promised us, he is coming back to us. So we believe that one day all this thing will be over. And because we know that they're going to be over, it's not going to last forever, we know that the time is coming for us to rejoice. There will be a time on the song of victory that is coming our way. Hallelujah. Hope that is beyond this world. It's so great that this world can't contain it. This world cannot understand it. And this is the hope that Jesus came to give to us. What is hope? You know, it's a concept that is so difficult many times to define. But maybe by true just description, we'll be able to understand what hope means. Hope basically has two aspects, desire and expectation. You know, when you got a desire and then you have to have something that you expect to fulfill that desire, that is your hope. So our desire must be in line with what the Lord has promised us, what is coming to us. That we don't base our hope and all our energy on what we find here on earth because it's like putting your trust in men. The Lord declared that causes everyone who put his or her trust in men. And so we, we, we have this calmness in our spirit. We have peace. Because he has promised. He has promised. He will never fail. I will lean on him. I will lean on him. The Lord has promised. He will never fail. His faithfulness is forevermore. You know it? His faithfulness. Is forevermore. David said in Psalm 62, verse 5, My soul waits silently for God alone. For my expectation is from Him. Here's my expectation. Is, the expectation is for, the hope is for. It's certain. There's a certainty about the, the hope that we have in Him, that you will not be disappointed. He said the expectation of the righteous will not suddenly be cut off. And he's the one who has kept his promises. He said, I will come, and he came. He said, I'm going away, and he left. He told the disciple, listen, I'm going to go to 
to the cross, and uh, on the third day, I will rise again. He did that, isn't it? And so you can trust him. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He told, he, he told Pilate, I came to testify to the truth. Those who have the truth, they hear me. He's the only one who can proclaim that. Because he is truthful. And because he is truthful, you can trust him. He said, this hope, in Hebrews chapter 16, 19, this hope we have as an anchor for the soul, both sure and steadfast. Another version says, it is safe. The hope we have in him is safe. You can bet your life on that. That what he says he will do, he will do it. So you don't need to quit. It's too early for you to quit. I see a lot of persons today say, no, church. And oh, no, church was so disappointed in church. It's not about church. It's about a person. His name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He is Jesus who will never fail you. He will never disappoint you. I've been following the Lord for the last 30 years of my life. He has never failed me before. He is faithful. Even when things I don't understand happen, I know that he's going to end up his song. Hallelujah. And I love that song. I know how the story will be. I know how the story will end. Praise the Lord. Do you know how it will end? You know, we watched this movie, uh, Joseph Multicolor, and there's one song. You see, we read the book, <laughs> and we know that you come up on top. Praise the Lord. You, have you read the last page of your Bible? What did it say about you? It will be victorious. Amen. You know what he said in the last part of the Bible? Amen. Is that the last word in your Bible? Amen. So shall it be. That's what he said to. The prophecy said to. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. I said, you guys don't clap for Jesus in your church. It feels as if I'm talking to myself. Get excited. It doesn't matter what you're going through. What Jesus said is what will be. You can't change it. He said, not even a dot and the word will be changed. Praise the Lord. The certainty, let's see an example of the one who promised. Is it really coming? Peter had occasion to tell them that, listen, uh, some person are saying that, where is the promise of his coming? He said, come on. Don't you know that a day with the Lord is like a thousand years? And a thousand years is like a day? God does not live in the present or in the day. He's not conditioned by time. He will come at the right time. And you can change. You can even be now. Hallelujah. How many of you are ready? Are you ready? No, that, I'm not convinced. Are you ready? Yes. Praise the Lord. This is why we are doing this. This is why we come to church every Sunday so that we get our spirit and our soul and body prepared. We're going to take a flight. Amen. I mean, if you're going to be the heli bird, you know, heli one. Ah, oh, come on. You know, here they just announced that the heli bird cost is discounted. Isn't it? It's discounted. You don't need to. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Because one day soon. Now, this was the promise. To Abraham, Abraham, uh, Abraham, Romans chapter 4, verse 17 to 20. It says, as it is written, we're talking about the certainty of the expectation. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who he believed. God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things that be not as if they be. Who contrary to hope, in hope he believed. 
so that he became the father of many nations. According to what was spoken, so shall your descendant be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced, listen, being fully convinced that what he promised, he was also able to perform it. Praise the Lord. He was convinced. Are you convinced that Jesus is coming back? Are you convinced that very soon all this sorrow, all this, what is happening, the wars and, and the, the, the inflation and the rest, you know, they're going to come to an end? Are you convinced that come a time when we're not going to weep anymore? We're not going to cry anymore over the passing of a loved one? You know, things are happening. Yesterday we got a call from one of our a pastor friend here. We, Started this race many years ago, and uh, you know, just got a call that um, his 31 years old son just you know, involved in a fatal uh, 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 car accident and he died on the spot. You know, and um, I, I was thinking in my heart, I said, God, you better come now because so that we can be done with this. This is my hope, you know, I, I know he's coming. He promised that there will be no more tears. Hallelujah. So let's conclude this. Let's conclude this. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, amen. 1 Corinthians chapter, we continue in chapter 15, this time from verse, verse 51. It said, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will rise incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then it shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your string, your stings? Oh, Hades, where is your victory? The things of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16 and 18. First Thessalonians 4, 16 and 18. To 18. He said, For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the cloud to meet the Lord in the air. At us we shall. Always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with this word. Praise the Lord. Something good is coming. So don't worry about what you're going through. You know, they talk about high rate of employment, unemployment. They talk about increase in your tariffs and uh, your bills. You know, renters. Many people can't even find a place. Uh, uh, they can't even get a renter now. 
We have a long list of people waiting for rentals in our church. And um, I say, don't worry, because he has gone out to prepare a mansion for you. <laughs> You're looking for a room, apartment. <laughs> There's a mansion waiting for you. He's coming back. Let that be our hope. This is truly our living proof, our hope in Christ. Now, this is how you prove to people that, yes, I'm a child of God. I'm not moving. Remain steadfast, immovable. And in conclusion, as we start to pray, 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 to 3. And it says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. Beloved, now you and I are children of God. And it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he, the Lord Jesus, is revealed, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. That is what we are asked to do. You have this hope? What are you doing to obtain that expectation? Anyone who have this hope Purify himself. We're going to pray. You don't mind if you can stand together with me? Um, we are living in a world that is infested with things that will cause us to be so con uh, confused. There are a lot of uncertainty. We cannot trust the promise of our politicians. Because they know the language of words and they can use their words to turn our sin and accept it and believe in them. But our belief is Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are labor and heavy Because you love the Lord with me. And there's a reason we preach this good news. That your salvation is starting the day you give your life to Christ. Praise God. I know that the Lord and the word of the Lord has spoken to your life today. And so I want to invite you to invite Jesus to be in control of every circumstance. Maybe you've prayed this prayer before. Maybe today will be the first time you prayed it. But every time you ask Jesus to be in control of everything, every part, every person in your life, God does something to bring your heart to life. So I want you to pray with me right now. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life, to be in control of every part. I give you all of me, Lord. Forgive me for my sins and my disobedience and help me to serve you all the days of my life. I make you Lord over everything. In Jesus' name, amen. And I want you to know that today, the Lord has done something in your life.
Now, I also want to pray with you for those miracles in motion, those burdens. As you know, in our service on campus, we come to an altar of sacrifice, a place of decision, and we say to the Lord, God, take all of me. Take every situation. I trust you. I believe in you. This is the season where the Lord reminds us that he came to say, Emmanuel, God with us. So I'm going to pray for you right now. I want you to know that I read the messages, I read your emails, and I know the things that are weighing heavy on your heart. I love when you come to Rome and you come on campus, but even where you are right now in your country, in your city, the Holy Spirit is with you. And so, Father, right now, we agree in prayer together for the miracle that is in motion. I pray, God, that a supernatural divine intervention would come upon your son and your daughter right now. For that one who has been sick and struggling with illness, may their faith jump alive right now. May the DNA of their body come into alignment with the way God designed it. And, Father, that one who has struggled with worry and fret and fear, I pray in Jesus' name that the peace of God which passes all understanding would flow over your heart, your mind, your life, and every detail of your circumstance. The Lord is with you. Emmanuel, God is with us. And I want you to know today, he is Jehovah Rapha, your healer. He is Jehovah Shalom, our peace. He is Jehovah, Lord over all. You are complete in Jesus Christ. He will be with you this week. I bless you in the name of the Lord. Write us, send me an email. Let me know what God is doing in your life. We're in this thing together. We don't do life alone. And I'm standing with you for that prayer of victory and the miracle in motion. Have a fantastic week. I love you.